Hey guys, it's Remy. I'm letting you guys know that this is part one of a two-parter. Um, Kaylin worked really hard on this presentation and it ended up being quite a bit longer than our usual episodes, so we did have to split it in half. Um, also, apologies for the big break in posting. We will be posting regularly, uh, probably switching to every other week, but we just had a little bit of a blip with our editor, aka me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I hope that you enjoy this episode and uh, stay tuned for next week when the second half should be released. Hi, welcome to Pass the Brain Cell, a podcast where a couple of idiots pass their collective brain cell and explain our weird media fixations to each other. My name is Remy. I use uh, they, them pronouns, and um, I think I've seen almost every Peter Pan film adaptation that's ever been made. Wow, I love that. That's amazing. Um, it's mostly my sad. Adriana. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Adriana, uh, my pronouns are she, her, and I can't, my superpower is being able to tell that my donut is not fresh. Well, my name is Kyla, um, my pronouns are she and they, you know, as, as you do, um, and um, my 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 little fun fact is that I've been playing the hell out of Dragon Age Inquisition on my sister's uh, oh. PlayStation Four, um, and I'd like to nice. state that um, it is homophobic that I don't get <laughs> to smooch Cassandra um, because my character is a, a, a female. Um, it's homophobic. Um, that's during all. Pride Month too. Yeah, and and during Pride Month, is this going to go up during Pride Month? No. no. Oh. Um, this was recorded <laughs> during um, Pride after Month. Pride Month. <laughs> Haven't yeah. we been through enough? Um, but yeah. Last um, one. Last one. Last one. Um, okay. My name is Kaylin. My pronouns are she, her. And my fun fact for today is that this is my episode. Yeah. <laughs> that Hell yeah. is super fun. <laughs> yeah, super fun. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be the only person talking. Everyone else has to shut the fuck up <laughs> the entire <laughs> time. Caitlin has a comedy special planned. Yeah, I'm literally doing a comedy yeah. special. Um, comedy special. Uh, today we're paying. Watch it not be funny. But today yeah. we are paying condolences to our friend Lucy, who's not here. Oh, what did she? And anyone? <laughs> she's she's not dead. She's just a cyborg. <laughs> That's all the context you get. She's not dead. That's all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she told you guys she was a cyborg before, so. But now she's um, she's but, getting. But now cyborg. it's true. <laughs> Which, it is true. I don't think she was expecting to be a cyborg, but now she is one. She oh, It was yeah. just a funny little right, goof, then. but sometimes if you speak something into the universe, it happens. So uh, Manifestation is real, you, you guys. Careful what you Sometimes some dreams are so powerful, they become real. 
<laughs> that was said Mama by girl. a powerful entity. So true. Right. Yeah. Um, all, right. all right. Are we ready to yes. get into this? With that, let's get into uh, today's topic. Yes. So today we're going to be discussing the Divergent trilogy. <laughs> For me, um, this was a book series that I read uh, for the first and only time when I was 13 because um, <laughs> mostly because I was chasing the same high I felt while I was reading the Hunger Games but um, I also wanted to have a common interest with some of the friends who recommended it to me so that's why I'm here now. Um, before we begin though I just want to know how familiar you all are with this series. Okay, I How's guess I'll that? go first. Um, I read the first book, I think. I think. Um, <laughs> I know I have the first book. Um, and I I watched the first movie. All I remember is Ansel Elgort like cutting his hand and bleeding into a bowl. Stop! Spoilers! Spoilers! Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers! Oh, I forgot that. I forgot that that's like a thing that they do in that. Adriana doesn't know it's anything. Spoiler. Spoilers! Oh, oh, it's sorry. I just, I, remember... I just want to know what you read. I also remember the guys with the leather jackets. <laughs> yeah, that's a spoiler. That is, a, you can't say spoiler. that. I'm so um, sorry. Hey, fr- from the movie, from the movie, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's like, there's like, there's like leather jacket house. Yeah, sure. Um, what? Yeah, the house Adriana of the will get jacket. there. What about you, Kylo, Kylo? what do you know? Oh, what do you know? Um, you know that I know. Um, so I read I the entire I actually don't. I don't know. I, I don't know what you know. Oh, really? I read the entire series, um, and I was oh reading God. them as they were coming out. Um, yeah. But when Whoa. I tell you I remember absolutely goddamn nothing, I mean, I Me too. remember absolutely goddamn nothing. <laughs> Literally, that was like, until I reread them. It all left my mind. See, the first book I remember because I was really excited about it because I also was chasing the high of Hunger Games. And <laughs> um, Divergent is worse than the Hunger Games in every conceivable way. In every um, way. It's like, true. It's, the social commentary is worse. The quality is worse. Triss is significantly more annoying. Um, yeah. We'll and, get there, guys. Yeah, um, and I remember seeing the first film, and I think I also saw the second film, and was unimpressed with both of them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, in my (laughs) own words. In your own words. In your own words. (laughs) I would say that I, (laughs) I would say that I have read the first book and I, the only thing I know is that there's, I think, a cafeteria. Whoa. <laughs> You're so right. I think there's a cafeteria in, like, every one of those, like, weird, like, dystopian, like, make teenagers kill each other books. I don't know. It could be a cafeteria they're, they're or like, something. They're like, these, these kids go to school. They know what a cafeteria is. I think, yeah. Um, but that's all uh, I remember. Mm. Uh, wow. I did buy the book. As you shouldn't. It's, it's, yeah, as I shouldn't, uh, it's, it's gotten lost in the space-time continuum, I believe. <laughs> I don't know where it that's is. So I love that. But yeah, that's all. As, as books do. As books do. <laughs> um, all right. 
<laughs> so let's get into it. So Veronica Roth's 2011 dystopian novel Divergent takes place in the distant future in the ruins of Chicago. What remains of society Ew. is yeah, I don't know why she decided on the Chicago. exotic ruins of Chicago. <laughs> I know she's like from there, but like it's stupid. Anyways, um, what remains of society is divided into five factions that live separately from one another in different parts of the city. These factions are divided by the dominant personality trait of the individuals who live in them, and I will explain more about that shortly. At the age of 16, everyone chooses which faction they belong to. But in some cases, individuals may not fit neatly into one faction, which causes some problems for this social structure and poses a risk to these individuals who are known as Divergent. The first book follows our main character, Beatrice Pryor, who is Divergent as she navigates the process of choosing and joining a faction. Burger King foot lettuce. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Look, these books aren't good. I'm not going to pretend they are. <laughs> but uh, Oh, I know. Let's see. So before we can even touch the events of the first novel, we have to talk about the world building of these fucking books because it is so complicated. There's so much to unpack. Um, <laughs> so let's just have a fun little lesson here. Um, so okay. first, Yay. I want to talk about the factions. So, as I said before, Chicago is divided up into five factions based on whatever personality. Wait, I have a question. Do they, they call it Chicago? Um, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll get there. Um, okay. So, uh, so yeah. Um, what each faction values is also kind of what they believe is the solution to society's problems. I'll explain more of that in a bit, but, um, uh, and as you'll see, Veronica Roth, she got carried away with the thesaurus while she was naming the factions. Um, they are called <laughs> Abnegation, Amity, Candor, Dauntless, and Erudite. Um, I'll talk about each one in a second, but... Um, they're basically just a cross between the districts in the Hunger Games and the houses in Harry Potter. Um, and also worse. No, but there's, there's five way. of them though, so it's not the Harry Potter houses. Well, there's, there's 12 there's districts. It's not the same either. <laughs> Easy. Five minus, I mean, 12 minus, five, 12 minus uh -huh. four is five. Amen. <laughs> yeah, 12 <laughs> minus four is five. <laughs> so Don't true. Don't look it up. <laughs> Don't trust Adriana. She's a math tutor. I'm a math tutor. Um, Kaylin, you graduated. You can't even claim math tutor. You're right, anymore. I can't. I'm jobless. I'm a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so let's talk about first abnegation. The people of abnegation value selflessness, and in this faction, they live an ascetic lifestyle. They dress modestly, they only wear the color gray because they're boring. And they're, like, really quiet and rigid. They suck. Um, their goal is to, like, forget themselves in service of others and to forego self-indulgence of any kind. Um, these people, they don't even, like, touch each other, even if they're in, like, a romantic, like, 
relationship like they don't touch each other and um Hell because yeah. of the way that they act <laughs> they're they uh have earned the nickname stiff from the other factions it's not a good nickname honestly well not even nickname. <laughs> it's, it's really like, not it's kind of a slur honestly if we're honest but oh like, my god it's uh it's not good. The S they could have come slur. up with something meaner, I feel. But anyways, um, why would anyone pick that one? If everyone yes. hates them, because you, because we'll get there. Anyways, okay. um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we'll get there. So you can. I want to grow up and I want to be boring. <laughs> so, uh, so you can think of these people as like the Amish of the faction. <laughs> <laughs> This faction also serves for our Amish listener. Representation for you. (laughs) God, they definitely can hear us. They're definitely. (laughs) They're definitely gonna. They're with us. They're gonna tune in on their radio. (laughs) Wait, wouldn't okay? What if Amish listeners are like in person and they're like right next to us? (laughs) What? 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 I I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm not, I'm not tracking this one. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, moving on. This faction serves as the government for all of the factions. And this is with the belief that those who do not have self-interest as a motivator will not be corrupt. Um, moving on. Our next faction that we're going to talk about is Amity. The people of Amity value kindness. This faction is much more relaxed and joyful compared to abnegation. These people are affectionate. They love fun and, like, want happiness. (laughs) And uh, they're often seen, like, playing games or music. They're focused on, like, peace, love, friendship. They wear the colors red and yellow. They're kind of like the hippies of the faction. Um... McDonald. Sure. <laughs> they, McDonald's. Uh, you know, they kind of are the McDonald's of the fashion because uh, they're loving no, it. No, because they because they <laughs> provide all of the factions with food that they grow in their farm. <laughs> um, so that's that's what they do. Just that's like cool. McDonald's. I like those yeah. guys. I'm I'm glad you like they're those nice. guys. Next, the next faction we're going to talk about is Candor. Uh, Candor values honesty. Members of this faction are direct and opinionated, and they're often perceived as rude by the other factions. Um, they value the truth above all else, and they strive for objectivity, which is why they wear the symbolic colors black and white. Um, members of this faction have careers in, like, law, um, and they're said to be good at reading body language and, like, detecting lies in other people. <clears throat> um, next, we have Dauntless. The Dauntless value bravery. This faction is loud, energetic, uh, physically active, and they engage in reckless, thrill-seeking behaviors. Um, they're the only faction that make use of the trains that travel throughout the city, uh, because they jump on and off of them. The trains don't stop for some reason in the city. It's so um, fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yo, 
Also, the train don't stop. So no one else. That's no why. one else can use the train. No I one else gets to use I'm the train. With you. That's what. That's what it is. Like, I believe you. I just hate it. <laughs> the members of this faction also pierce and tattoo themselves, and they wear only the color black. So if you uh, but, jacket house. Okay, if you thought this faction sounded cool. I hate to break it to you, but they're also the military uh, police of the faction, so they're fucking cops. Ew. Uh, cops. They're, they're the cop faction. Last faction. We can do this. Um, the last faction is the Erudite. They value intelligence. The members of this faction are curious, logical, eloquent, practical, and are known to be arrogant and vain. They wear this... Yeah. I'm sorry, I have to say how dumb this is before I say it. This is the this is one <laughs> of the dumbest things I had to read. But they wear blue clothing because the color blue is said to be calming and I quote, a calm mind is a clear mind. Boo. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> Veronica Roth throughout these books, she likes to throw in like fun little like psychology facts. Um and they're done. <laughs> I swear to God, she just like took like one psychology 150 course. No, and literally. Like, and was like, God, I'm gonna write the best book ever. <laughs> yeah, and it's the worst <laughs> book ever. Yeah. I'm um, going to make I'm going to make the world so smart. I'm gonna make a book so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh so these people also they wear glasses even if they don't need them so that they look smarter even oh though that God. seems illogical to me <laughs> and they're supposed to be the logical people so whatever um <laughs> oh my God. they uh the erudite develop basically all of the technology that all of the factions use so like they develop all the like medical advancements they help make amity's farming more efficient they create weapons for the dauntless etc and uh most importantly and this will make sense to you later so don't ask questions yet they develop all of the serums and simulations that we'll talk about later um that's totally not important that will never come up <laughs> yeah so uh, so one last thing before we move on to other things <laughs> is i'm just gonna tell you guys right now which factions have beef with each other so erudite and abnegation hate each other we'll get into that more later like the reasons why candor and amity Wait, you say? erudite and abnegation Arid- hate each other Okay, okay, okay. And um, Candor and Amity also hate each other. Um, They have dumb reasons, though. I mean, they all have dumb reasons, but those are especially dumb reasons. It's because Candor is like, the Amity people will lie to keep the peace, and we hate them for that. It's so stupid. (laughs) Um, And uh, lastly, I also feel it's important to note right now that... The Erudite and Amity have a powerful alliance together. They're known as the Essential Factions because they work together to provide the city with food and technology. So So they just um, say fuck you to every other faction? They're like, the rest of you are useless. (laughs) To be fair, we don't need boring people or cops. We do not need need boring people or cops. That's true. You can quote Adriana on that. 
<laughs> you can quote me on that. Um, so, maybe I mentioned earlier, but I could have forgotten to, but they have measures in place to help people decide which faction they're going to live in. They don't just let them choose blindly, right? So, let's get into that. First, obviously, the children are very familiar with whichever faction they grew up in, so, like, they know what their life will look like if they stay there. And then they also take an aptitude test the day before they're supposed to choose their faction that will tell them which faction they belong in. So so they okay. so they just take one of those tests that they make you take in high school where they're like, you would be a really what good... What the fuck kind no, of test did you, you take in high school? You would be a really good garbage <laughs> man. No. I don't know what kind of test you took in high school, but this is not that. They take a BuzzFeed oh. quiz. Oh, yeah, they take a BuzzFeed um, quiz. That's so no, funny. What faction are you? Big Ben my cupcakes, and we'll tell No, it's like, <laughs> which faction, we'll tell you which which faction, faction are you? What do you do in your free time? Uh, commit war crimes. Read books. Be boring. Be honest. Happy tell the truth. <laughs> They're like be nice, and then they pull out a, they pull out a, 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 a silly talking hat, and then it analyzes your uh, your most you know dominant that, personality trait. That's smarter. That's smarter yeah, than this. I'll be honest with you, because like she yeah. can just write that off and be like, it's magic. What what yeah, is this, right. right? Or she could have said like the the Eurydites, uh, the your your er, erudite. Your, erudites they couldn't she she could have just wrote that the erudites are like we invented this hat yeah <laughs> it tells that's you. so funny okay, okay. Erudite, so moving on create a talking hat shut, shut <laughs> it up i'm losing my mind in this aptitude test uh it is actually a simulation where they're presented a few different, like, situations in order to rule out different factions. So, like, they put you in a situation, they put you in a situation, um, where, oh. <laughs> where you would have to choose to My worst lie. nightmare being put in a situation. <laughs> yeah, you, have, you would have to choose to, like, either lie or tell the truth, and that would, like, tell you whether you belong in, like, candor, right? So, um... It's also important to note that while they're under the simulation, uh, they think that everything they're experiencing is real. They don't know they're in a simulation. So, even though... Kind of like right now. What? Like... <laughs> just let it just keep on going. Okay. Just... So, um... Anyways, let's move on to some fun stuff. Um... So instead of putting you all under a simulation, that part of my script aged horribly. Um, I'm going to I'm I'm going to serve as your aptitude test. So oh, for this, oh hell yeah, I have decided. Yeah, sure. I have decided to say which faction that you were born into and which faction I think you would be happiest in. Um, Ooh. Oh, I Ooh. love this. So you're gonna give us our little backstory. Yeah, story. I'm giving you. I'm giving you some extras. So I'm all right. Giving you a self I'm gonna start with Remy. So Remy, <gasps> I think that you would have been born in Erudite, and I think that you would be happiest in Amity. Yeah, I want 
to go and farm and be chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to be with the fun house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for Kyla, I think that you were born in abnegation and that you would be happiest in Amity. Fair. Religious drama be like. <laughs> <laughs> Literally? That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, Repression, but all I wanted to do is vibe. Yeah. Um, for Adriana, I think that you were born in Dauntless and you would be happiest in Erudite. Um, and Lucy isn't here, but I would say that she was born in Candor um, and would be happiest in Amity. I know we got a lot of Amity here, but. What about what can you, Kaylin? What about me? Who's me? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Use you. I'm just the narrator. Um, <laughs> anyways, no, I... You are Veronica Roth. So I, I'm obviously <laughs> biased because I'm me. I'm not Veronica Roth. Don't you ever say that again. <laughs> uh, if Veronica Roth is listening, um, you're going to want to stop. We hate you. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> you're not going to like it. Um but uh for me i would say that i was born in candor and i would be happiest in erudite but i can't like obviously objectively choose for myself not that i'm being objective either you and me are in the same yeah i put us there so we could kiss (laughs) yes Let's talk about what happens when everybody makes their little choice. So, like I said, the day after the aptitude test, when they've had, like, a little, a little bit of time to think, all of the (laughs) 16-year-olds decide, they give them one day, all of the 16-year-olds decide which faction they want to live in during what they call the choosing ceremony. And at this event, all of the factions gather together, and everybody, one at a time, goes up, and they make their choice. Um, God, that sounds boring to go to. It sounds fucking boring as hell, but also, like, I'm sorry, I would die if I had to go up in front of everyone in the world. <laughs> and, like, imagine, do something. <laughs> imagine you go to, you like, go. you graduate high school, and then you all have to, like, line up and, like, say what you're, what you're like, studying in college. You just gotta be like, oh, oh, urban planning. Imagine, (laughs) imagine you, you go through all this, you stand in front of everyone, and then you say abnegation, and then you're like, Uh, actually, they don't say abnegation. So, uh, what? Let's talk about that. So, uh, when each person's name is called, they walk into the middle of the room where literally, again, everyone in the world is and they approach five <laughs> large bowls in these bowls is <laughs> cereal the up. in these bowls <laughs> is something that represents each faction so they have like gray stones for abnegation because they're boring they have <laughs> soil for amity because they like to <laughs> They like to roll in dirt. I don't know. Um, like, dirt out. Dirt out. Uh, they have glass for candor. Just like glass. Oh, because um, they're, they're transparent. 
<laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Transparent. Cool. Um, they have burning coals for Dauntless because the Dauntless catch on fire. Uh, and water for Erudite to put out the fire, I'm guessing. Anyways, um, yeah, nothing is smarter than water. Nothing. Have you ever heard of smart water? Remy, oh. you think you're clever? I'm gonna kill myself. Oh my god. Um, I'm so sorry. So, I just laughed. No, it's for really funny. Eternity. Okay, okay. That's not it. What do you think they do with the bowls, Adriana? They take no. They all take a bite. That's so funny. Everyone would choose Eridice, and they just have to drink some water. <laughs> no, I'm going for the glass. <laughs> I'm putting hot coals in my mouth. <laughs> anyways, anyways, what they actually do is they take a knife, they cut into their hand, and they let their blood fall into the bowl of the faction <laughs> of their choosing. Yeah, the sorting so knife, stupid. and then the sorting knife sings a little song. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Remy, what kind of song? <laughs> like the like of the sorting, you know. I I do uh you know, I'll say this first then I'll get into it. But um so this ritual represents the phrase that everybody here lives by, which is faction before blood. Now I just wonder What? I just wonder if you're holding your little hand, your little bloody hand above the bowls, what if you accidentally drip it in the wrong one? And they're like, that's it. You're in abnegation. Oh, no. Like, no. <laughs> like, I just wonder. Like, what if you accidentally get it in two bowls? Like, what do they do? <laughs> they <arrest> you. <laughs> they, you're, <laughs> you're. They take um, a screenshot. The, I was going to say that, but it's okay. I was I was too caught up in laughing. Look, I just oh I just have some questions. I'm gonna have this yeah. is this is like my question. You have questions. This is we like have the questions, questions I'm gonna bring up on the Once Upon a Time <laughs> episode. So I'll move oh, on. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about that here. I'm just saying for you, it's the same yeah. question. Um, yeah. Let's move on. So now I want to talk about what happens after they choose. So after everybody chooses. They immediately leave the ceremony with the new faction they've chosen in order to begin the initiation process. And this process differs greatly between the factions. Some factions have a very demanding initiation process, like Dauntless, and some of them, like Abnegation, are like really easy. They just have to do like a month of community service and that's it. You're in. God, they suck. <laughs> you know, you guys are going to eat your words when we make it to the end of this book, I'm just saying. Okay. But I hope I eat my words. <laughs> I, I am hungry. I'm <laughs> hungry. So, um, it's okay. I'm I so shit on the aggregation too because they honestly, they honestly do suck. Um, not as much as the cops, but still. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. So, lastly, lastly, then we'll move on from world building. Uh, <laughs> Is. We're just oh frick. I told you guys there's so much fucking lore. It's insane. <laughs> Veronica Roth is a menace. Okay. Um <laughs> So obviously with some of these initiations being very difficult, as I just said, this means that not everybody's gonna be able to complete them. 
So now I'm going to talk about the factionless. People who fail their initiation become factionless, which is just like being homeless. Um, and it's generally oh. thought to be a fate worse than death by members of the oh factions. God. Um, the only help that these people receive is from the abnegation who give them like food and clothes and stuff and try to make their lives better. But uh, most of the other factions, they don't give a fuck. They look down upon them. Um, The Dauntless canonically brutalize them. It's a little too realistic. Ah! uh, Fucking cop. Picture. Okay, She's painting there. Yeah? But, like, uh, um, so, little me goes into Dauntless. Or, goes in, wait, yeah, Dauntless. I go on the train, my initiation, right? I jump out of the train. I miss my I miss you're my done. target. I die. Well, if you die, you're dead. But like if you if you like <laughs> if you die, you're dead. If you die, <laughs> you're dead. That's it. Um you know, you're right. You know, we're going to get into this more uh in a bit, honestly. So okay. you'll see. But I just wanted to put that I just wanted to put that out there that you said a fate worse than death, but actually death does happen. Death happens, Death yeah, but happen. they're saying um, that, they're yeah, saying people that's, that's are saying true. they would rather die than be factionless. Um, that's sad. Yeah. Damn. Well, you know, you that's would think crazy. then that would motivate them to make it not be as bad to be factionless, but you know, people are stupid, so. So yeah, basically, <laughs> all you need to know about the factionless at this point is that they serve as an incentive to make it through the initiation of the faction that you choose. So, that's now, horrible. let's get into the actual books. The Divergent uh, Trilogy follows the main character, Beatrice Pryor, who we first meet the day she takes her aptitude test. She and her brother Caleb are both 16, but, like, he's a few months older, and, uh, whatever. I don't get that. I think it's stupid, but anyways. um, So they'll be choosing the factions at the same time, um... Her aptitude test. Why didn't they make them twins? That's what I said. But, you know, they. <laughs> Veronica Roth. That would make like too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, yeah, that would make too much sense. Um, <laughs> anyways, her aptitude test is administered by a dauntless woman named Tori Wu. Uh, when she gets there, she, like, hooks her up to ma- a machine and gives her a little vial of liquid to drink. Liquid. And uh, mm-hmm. then after she drinks it, she enters the simulation. Um, I'm going to skip over that because it's not important what happens there. But basically, when she wakes up from the simulation, Tori tells her that her test was, quote, perplexing. And she leaves the room, which uh, causes our girl to freak out because that's not normal. Um And then when Tori returns, she tells her that the test couldn't determine which faction she belongs to because she has equal aptitude for three. Abnegation, Dauntless, and Erudite. Uh, She tells her that this is called uh, divergence and that she should never, under any circumstances, tell anyone about this. So, uh, Uh, I feel like when you're too smart and too nice. (laughs) <laughs> and too and too brave. Too brave. Uh, what a what a burden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So she's she heads home with a shit ton to think about before <laughs> the choosing ceremony <laughs> the next day. Um. So she goes home. She has dinner with her family, where her dad is like complaining about these like reports 
that the Erudite have been publishing about the abnegation. And they've apparently been doing this for months. Uh, in this one... Oh, what's her original house? Or, like, her original place? Abnegation. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh... Where was I? Uh, so they've been publishing these reports for months, and in this one, they allege that the abnegation abused their children, which causes them to leave the faction. And her dad's like, that's oh, not true. Um... <laughs> That's not mine. Uh, he's not abusive. <laughs> but anyways, um, he isn't. But uh, anyways, uh, he also makes it clear that they view leaving the faction as a betrayal. So uh, that's going to make his kid's decision even easier. Um, right. So, uh, so she's thinking about it all night. And then the next day, she still doesn't know what she's going to do with the choosing ceremony. Um, <laughs> she's only decided that she's not going to go into Erudite. Um, so she's trying to decide. Be a nerd. Yeah, she doesn't not <laughs> want to be a nerd. Uh, so she's still trying to decide between Abnegation and Dauntless. Um, all right. At the ceremony, her brother chooses before her and to her complete shock, he chooses Erudite. Uh, to her, he always traitor. seemed... Yeah, he's a little traitor. Um, to her, he always seemed, like, really selfless and, like, a perfect fit for abnegation. abnegation. So she's like, whoa. Anyways, um, and so after this, she's like, okay, I have to stay with my parents now. And she goes up there, and she's gonna, like, choose abnegation. But then she holds her hand over the hot coals. And so Whoa. she's transferred to Dauntless, baby. Um, Whoa. Did she do that on accident? Listen, I don't know. I don't know. Veronica Roth isn't a good writer. So she's just like, <laughs> she, it, it, she acts, like, she acts like it It was like involuntary. Anyways. Oh my uh, Who the fuck did this? It's like her <laughs> <hand>. <laughs> That's not mine. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Anyways. Um. So then, after the ceremony ends, she and the other Dauntless run down to the train tracks, where their first test is to jump onto the moving train. Um, now, I know that that would be it for me. That would be curtains for me. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You're just like, you're just like, are you sure I can't just go into abnegation? They're not going to make you do this shit. No, literally. I would never choose Dauntless. I think that's the faction i wouldn't choose the most but like no yeah that one sounds like if, the worst yeah the only thing the only thing that's cool about it is i remember you could get tattoos that's all they have <laughs> that was the only thing that i liked about yeah it. The, that's all they have is that they're the only faction that gets tattoos that's it um <laughs> at what cost at the cost of being a cop yeah, fair. Unless you can score being the tattoo artist, but still you just tattoo cops, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, is it worth it? Anyways, anyways. So, uh, so Triss makes it onto the train and she meets, uh, one of the other initiates from Candor, who's named Christina. And spoiler, they're gonna become friends. Um. Oh. So, uh, as the train- I thought you were gonna say girlfriends. No, this isn't- do you think Remember, the first is, is always Do you be your think friend. Veronica Ross 
Oh yeah. Would give you You're anything. You're right. Sorry. You're right. Well, you know, queen, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to say she gives you nothing, <laughs> but you're not well. I guess anyways, <laughs> not not the main character, sorry. <laughs> but anyways, anyways. So, uh as the train speeds away actually, they see a boy from Erudite who failed to catch it and so he just falls to his knees in anguish knowing that he's going to be factionless now. And um, oh. honestly, I think this is like one of like two parts that i actually remembered from this book like that actually stayed with me um <laughs> i think it's personally a pretty haunting image um yeah it's horrifying <laughs> yeah the only thing veronica roth does well is horror <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so when they make it to dauntless headquarters it's not over. Their next test is to jump from the train onto a rooftop of a building that is seven stories high. And, uh, again, uh, Beatrice and Christina make it, but, uh, some kid from Amity, he refuses to jump, so he's fucked. He's factionless now. Um, okay. but, so like, I would do the same thing, honestly. <laughs> so, if you, like, join Dauntless, because you're, like, you're, like, yeah, I want to be a cop. So, like, you, like, you suck for that one, but, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're... <laughs> Like, like, you, you're in it for, like, because you want to be, like, brave and do shit, but you just can't, like, you don't have, like, the fucking physical fitness to jump off of a fucking train. You're just fucked. Yeah, you just have to fuck off. Like, um, in Amity, they're not gonna be like, damn, you don't know enough about farming. You're out of here. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna bring yeah. this up when we uh, finished the discussion about choosing factions, but... Like, why did they give you only one day to decide? Like, they should have, like, given you a couple months so that if I mean, you wanted okay, to go so, to Dauntless. Well, okay, okay. So, hypothetically, hypothetically, right, everybody belongs in right. only one faction. The only people who would have a huge difficulty with this decision would be, like, divergent people. And, right. like, they don't, they don't give a fuck about them. So, like, normally you would, you'd you'd take your aptitude test and it'd be like, you belong in, like, Erudite, and you'd be like, cool, that's where I'm going then. Sick. Okay, right, I see you like, there. I feel like they should, but, like, they should give you, like, training for the test because, like, why you know, they even for, let you choose like, at that since, point? exactly, and also, hey, look, it would make more sense why... if you just didn't choose at all. They just fucking randomly, randomly throw you in. Like, I know the thing is, is that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, but at the same time, I wish it did. Uh, me too. <laughs> me too. But uh, if you're frustrated <laughs> by that, I gotta tell you, that's nothing. Hey, wait, re oh real fast, can I, bring up, can I bring up something that I, that I thought about? Um, uh, yeah. So the train, the train, the guy who, like, refused to jump off the train. Uh-huh. Was he just on the train forever? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'll yeah, probably the jump train off never stops, it right? Seven stories high. <laughs> no, but yeah, he's he's still on there actually. Uh, when they legends say he's when still they get back on the train day. later, <laughs> the they're like, "Oh, that's that real." The story is the. We for real? No, I'm kidding. I'm fully kidding. Oh, that motherfucker is never to be heard from like, again. Duets machina style. Just fucking comes in and saves the world at the very end. <laughs> That's so funny. God, I wish. 
Um, <clears throat> he actually kills all the main characters because they left him behind on the train. <laughs> yeah, they're like, fuck you guys for that one. Um, but yeah, so, uh, it gets worse, actually. So they make it onto the rooftop, right? But then they hear a scream and realize that one of the Dauntless Born Initiates has actually fallen to her death. Um, oh, so they haven't even made it inside Dauntless headquarters, and already three people have either died or are factionless. Oh, so, wow! It's not looking good. Um... So also, I would like to say because because she died, like I don't I don't think that the people who were born there have that much of an advantage. Like she she fucking died. <laughs> yeah. Right. Whoa. Uh, I don't think that they prepare them living there to like do this. Um, at least That's this part so of the weird. I mean, I guess right. it makes it like more yeah. fair, but like, yeah. Don't join if you <laughs> if you don't want to jump off a train or think you can't so they don't but they don't like tell you that you're gonna have to jump off a train right yeah they i guess they don't i guess not beforehand after this one of the dauntless leaders shows up and he's like not even phased that someone just died someone from his faction just died but anyways (laughs) so he's just like tells them that to get into the dauntless compound they have to they have to jump off the roof now and uh (laughs) so uh so everybody just kind of stands around and is like i don't want to go first um at which point beatrice decides she's gonna jump off um i didn't mention this yet but like the whole time that she's been here people have been like teasing her for like being from abnegation and stuff so uh she pretty much does this to prove herself and gain some respect which is like Makes sense. Like, how much can they really make fun of her if she's proven that she's braver than everybody in a faction where that's the only thing that matters? Yeah. Um, True. So she jumps off and reaches the bottom, where she meets a guy that the rest of the Dauntless call Four. Four is the least, like, cool of the, of, like, the (laughs) one-digit numbers. Yeah. To have, like, as a name. Yeah, I also do want to specify, <laughs> we are saying Seven? four, like, the number. That'd be cool. Not whore. <laughs> hey, don't call him Wait, Oh, man. Isn't don't call him whore. He hates me. <laughs> Damn it. Anyways. Well, yeah. Um, so, he asks for her name, and she hesitates, and then he gives her some time to decide what she wants to be called here. So, she decides that she's going to go by Triss. From now on. And, um, if you Whoa, can't so already bad. tell, he's gonna so be the cool love interest. Doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really great. Yeah, cause when, when you, when you girl and you tell boy your name, uh, you fall in love. So true. Yeah, you tell them your, like, cool, shortened nickname. <laughs> um. <laughs> he's like, whoa, I'm four. So, four uh, is actually a shortened name of his original name, which was Foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I was going to say we call him that because his dick is four inches long, but that's so much better. <laughs> that's so good. Holy shit. Um, four inch foreskin. Amen. <laughs> God, you guys are God. funniest people this this is a nightmare. Anyways, I'm saying this sarcastically here, but I also I'm I'm I actually do think you guys are the funniest people alive. 
<laughs> because so foreskin Thank jokes you. are fucking Love funny. <laughs> yeah, they're really funny. <laughs> Genuinely. But, um... Alright, let's see. So, after this, all of the people who transferred there, they get a tour of the Dauntless compound, which is entirely underground. And in the middle of... Sorry. In the middle of the pit, which is what they call the, like, central common area... There's this huge river they call the Chasm, and Four says that it's there to remind them of the fine line between bravery and idiocy. Um, then he also oh, tells wow. them if they jump in, they will die. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so they shouldn't do that. Um, I have a feeling. No. That someone's no, gonna do that. No, stop feeling. No. Stop feeling. Okay, cool. So, uh... I'll stop my feelings. So, yeah. Uh, lastly, I want to note that, like, in this fucking cave they live in, there's, like, paths and shit all around, and they don't have, like, any railings on anything. And, uh... So... God. So the Dauntless are kind of just, like, those, like, <laughs> I don't want to wear a seatbelt type yeah. of, like, libertarians. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's what I imagine. I lied. They're the worst. <laughs> yeah, they are. So, after the tour, they go to the dining hall, where Triss gets to eat a cheeseburger for the first time in her life, because the abnegation only eat bland, shitty food. Oh yeah, they can't enjoy anything. <laughs> they can't enjoy anything. Not even a burger. They can't- they can't eat things that taste good. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what if they just made it a plain cheeseburger? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> plain. I feel like the only way this could get more trite is if, like, uh, Dauntless only eats, like, super spicy food or they, they only eat, like, uh, like rocks or something because they're brave. <laughs> no, they just eat, like, normal food. <laughs> That's so stupid. That's they're, so like, all they're, rocks. They're all little, the like, fancy. Like, all of the factions, they each have, like, a special little, like, dessert that they eat and, uh, for Dauntless, it's just chocolate cake. It's not that's even cool. The least. What is that? That's the least like. Huh? Abnegation doesn't cake. get fucking anything. Okay, I was gonna say. It. <laughs> <laughs> they get great. Your special dessert is like saltine your... cracker. <laughs> <laughs> does your date eat like freaking? <laughs> no, I told you. Chemistry? I told you they get sodas. Yeah. Do they oh, really? Really? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh my god! I, I am a divergent scholar. I made it to like level sixty four on quiz up for this when I was thirteen. <laughs> I'm a scholar. <laughs> While they're in the dining hall, we are introduced to the character Eric, who is also another one of the Dauntless leaders. And they're like, "Whoa, that's mm -hmm. crazy that he's so young because he's like the same age as four. They're both 18. And they're like, age doesn't matter here. And I'm like, whatever. Um, <coughs> yeah, they don't have enough people who are older that survived. Like, everyone dies. No, yeah, that's, no, that's uh, true. But also, uh, you know what? I wasn't going to bring this up later anyway, so I'll just say it now. They just kick you out when you're too old. Like, you just become factions. They just kick you out because they're like, you're old. Get out. Do they, do, That's do people so know think about it. If you're like, if you're like an old, old man, like, how are you going to walk around that fucking cave? 
There's no railings. Oh my god. Get the hell out. Yeah, Dauntless is ableist as well. Yeah. Fuck them. Literally what? I yeah. can freaking imagine. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. There's god, so I... many things. Lastly, I just want to note that Triss notices that Four and Eric clearly hate each other. Um, and this Eric guy gives Triss bad vibes. And, like, she's right about this one. He has the same vibes as, like, you know, those, like, white guys who punch holes in their wall when they're, like, mad at their mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you have to know yeah. about this guy. That's so funny. Um, so the next day, they start training. They train you now. You have to make it off the train um, for them to train you. Uh, let's see here. So their initiation process is broken up into three parts. And importantly, they are ranked during training based on how well they perform during each of these parts. Um, and at the end, they only take the top ten people. The rest of them can fuck off and become factionless. So, um... so There's probably only ten that survive. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> the stakes are pretty high here. So, uh, during the first stage, they train in, like, physical combat, and then they all have to, like, fight each other. And these fights get pretty brutal. They go on until it's impossible for one of them to continue. Um, that's, <laughs> oh that's like, the rule. Um, so, uh, Triss is hanging out with Christina and, uh, some of the other initiates named Will and Al, and they're hanging out in the pit, and they go to, like, get tattoos, and Triss meets Tori again, if you remember her from the aptitude test. Oh, And she's right. like, tell me more about, you know, being divergent. And she's like, no. Um, oh, my God. So Triss oh is like, God. fine, I guess I'll just get a tattoo then. Um. <laughs> yeah um and uh were you gonna disclose what this tattoo is yes it is it is three birds along her collarbone that represent each of her family members which is the most basic <laughs> white girl tattoo yeah you could ever have thought of. <laughs> yeah. literally they could have given her anything cooler than that none of them have cool tattoos none of them none of them yeah that's better that all Just wait them, till we see like, what Ford's tattoos are. This is better. <laughs> I know like four I know like four girls whose like first tattoos were like either like butterflies or birds <laughs> that represent my family members who I don't like. And I'm like, what is this about? Bad tattoo, I have to agree. But um the first round of fights start. And uh Tris doesn't fight this day, but Christina does, and she gets her ass be by this girl molly <laughs> um she tries to give up during the fight and uh eric doesn't like that so he forces her to hang off of the railing of the chasm for like five minutes to prove that she's not a coward um uh-huh oh my god that's not a cow that. that's that's just proving if you have upper body strength yeah he's a yeah they don't he's care he's a dick he sucks, is the thing. <laughs> well, this isn't your, 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 your date. How, your I'm, date. I'm genuinely wondering. They're like, not smart. They're just brave. They're just bros. Yeah. I'm genuinely so, wondering, like, <laughs> what the point of, unless you lived in Dauntless, I don't understand how you would have, like, the, like, physical fitness 
that would be you required to live in Dauntless at all. Yeah, and you wouldn't. Like, year you olds. think abnegation is like sitting there with like. like no, I like don't know. Tris literally says that she wasn't allowed to run because she liked doing it. Oh my god. How is she supposed to train? You just have to pretend to hate everything you do. You have to be like, yeah. I hate using the bathroom. It <laughs> sucks so much. I hate jerking off. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, Christina lives, which is good, because, uh, you know, we like her. Um, but yeah, Eric is a sadistic freak, so... Uh, Moving on. Moving on. In the next round of fights, uh, Chris, uh, not Christina, she gets a break. Uh, Tris has to fight this asshole from Candor named Peter. Uh, he's been mocking her for being from Abnegation this entire time, and he wipes the fucking floor with Tris. He beats the shit out of her. It's pretty bad. Like, Four has to leave the room. He doesn't want to see it. It's pretty awful. Anyways, um. Wow, that's. That seems cowardly. <laughs> Amen. So true. Pretty cowardly. TBH. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, then they go pl- play a game of capture the flag. That's what you do uh, after uh, oh you get gosh. your shit rocked. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyways, they they play capture the flag. You guys remember the Ferris wheel scene where they got to climb up to like see the flag or whatever. It's like romantic or whatever, but I is it got to be honest, it didn't do anything for me at age 21. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> this is not you're not the target demographic. I'm not anymore. I it's it is weird I have to say reading this now when I'm older than all of the characters cuz the last time I opened one of these books I was 13. You were younger. That's I was crazy. I was yeah. very young. So I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, dude, I'm older than you. <laughs> I'm older than you. Um so anyway, while she's here, she meets some of the uh, initiates who were born in Dauntless. She meets uh, Uriah and Marlene, and she actually gets along with them really well. And uh, this is like one of the only moments she gets where she's like, "Wow, I think I could be happy here." <laughs> um, that's quickly ruined though, because like the next day she walks into the dormitory after her shower, and then Peter decides to you know be a comedian. And rip her towel off so they can, like, uh, make fun uh, of her body? It's really fucked up. Um, oh my god, they're oh so funny. It, they're so funny. So funny. So funny, just, like, assaulting someone. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so then she uh, has to fight Molly during training. Uh, she wanted to fight Peter again. I don't know why she would think she would get the chance. Like, you already fought him and lost, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but she's, like, pissed about, like, what they just did to her. So she beats the living shit out of Molly. She just Good. fucks her up. They have to pull her off of her. Like, <laughs> uh, she, That's not the rules. Well, the, well they don't let it's... you kill someone. That's not the rules. It's <laughs> Molly couldn't, you can't anymore. Molly couldn't continue. I don't care. That seems like cowards. Look, I agree if with you. You can't continue to fight. You're a coward. <laughs> okay, Eric. Um, maybe I was really right about Adriana being from Dauntless. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, um, all right. So the next day, Triss's mom visits her on visiting day, and she finds out that um, shit's getting worse between the abnegation and the erudite. They're not allowed in erudite headquarters anymore, so um, that means like that she couldn't visit her brother that day. Um, so she asks Triss to visit uh, Caleb and ask him to research the simulation serum for some reason. Um, her mom also tells her to stay near the middle of the ranking during training so that people won't be suspicious of her. So she, like, clearly knows that she's divergent. Um, and she also seems to know a little too much about, like, the Dauntless initiation process and, like, the layout of the compound. So Triss is like, I think my mom used to be Dauntless. Oh. It's like, wait, are, so are you not allowed to disclose what? Uh, well, what they have their little faction, faction before rules? blood rule or whatever. So like, they don't like to look back into like their past. They don't mention it. Got it. Because you're supposed it. to be loyal to like the faction that you choose or whatever. Hmm. Um, right. I think it. I think she really just has that, so it's like she can like conveniently reveal <gasps> her mom was dauntless and she never knew like shit like that but anyways um yeah but also like my mom was cool once yeah (laughs) no literally um also though they are from abnegation and people don't like talk about themselves in that factions because it's like a selfish thing to do i guess so like you just kind of don't know shit about your family (laughs) in that faction so like that would justify it too anyway um (laughs) so anyway after this Triss goes back to like the dorm room that all of the initiates share and uh she sees al and he's like when i'm doing terrible in initiation and she's like yeah but she tries to like comfort him um he has a crush on her and he tries to make a move and she's like now i have to friend zone you um (laughs) anyways I'm just going to warn you guys right now, he's an incel. Just so you know right away. Yay. Don't feel bad for him. Um, I mean, I wasn't. I'm glad you weren't, but uh, Kyla. Cause, like, Kyla is a known owl sympathizer. So I, He just seemed Kyla. sad. And I also Kyla. was he, sad at 15 He used his sadness to cop a feel. He used his sadness to be like, so are you free though? He's like, I'm so sad. Could you send me some pics? I'm thorny. I'm I'm When I tell you, I genuinely don't remember this this book series. I mean, I don't remember it as in. The only thing I remember is that you liked this guy. (laughs) Thank you. I, I, I have no opinions on this guy. I doubt that I'm really glad much of a of opinions at the time either. Yeah, I you think probably I just didn't. felt sad when people died in books. That's fair. Um, yeah. Anyways, so after this they get their rankings for like this part. Triss comes in sixth place, so she's like, oh, thank God I'm like in the middle. And like some guy named Edward, who's a transfer from Erudite, gets first place. And Peter, that asshole, comes in second place. And then in the middle of the night, someone <coughs> Peter stabs edward in the eye um holy shit so then uh edward and his girlfriend myra who's there with him as well they decide to just leave dauntless i don't know why but they were like fuck this we're just gonna be factionless then 
But then you leave Dauntless and you get immediately beat up by <laughs> Dauntless. Yeah! That's so funny. There's no winning. You get policed by the guy who stabbed your eye. God. <laughs> anyway, that not that how it is? But yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, after this, Triss is pretty bummed out. I mean, you know, she was also the only person who, like, helped Edward. And she had to clean up the blood, which is fucked up. So, uh... So she's, like, sitting in the hall, and she's like, that was fucked up. And then her friend Uriah invites her to go ziplining with uh, him and some of the other Dauntless. Um, she meets another one of the people who was born in Dauntless, Lynn. And uh, I'm just going to tell you all right here, uh, she's a lesbian. Um, yes. Yeah. And she has a good time doing this. Um, and this is one of two times. In this book that she's like wow i think i could be happy here that's it oh no we ran out of times <laughs> we ran out of time we'll never feel joy again all right now we're on to stage two of initiation this time they have to enter a simulation where they face some of their fears and the only way for them to get out of it is to find a way to like lower their heart rate or whatever they have to like calm the fuck down um so and Triss's first simulation, she's attacked by a bunch of birds, and she like freaks out. And she's like, "Man, I did a terrible job." And she's like, "I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get kicked out, and be factionless." And then Four is like, "You literally went through your simulation three times faster than everyone else." Um, she's oh. like, "Oh, okay." Um, anyways, <laughs> they've been like flirting this whole time. It makes me uncomfortable because he's her instructor. Mm. I hate yeah, it. He's eighteen. Yeah, it's, like, training lasts, like, and, like, the initiation process lasts, like, what? A month? Wait a month! Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. then after that, like, like, it wouldn't be the same because they would both just, like, be, like, equal, like, regular Yeah, maybe, maybe get to know Dauntless. this person as a person and not as your trainee. I don't know. That's just me. The thing um, is, uh, you know, I agree with you, but what can we do? <laughs> it's It's been written. It's not a good book. <laughs> no. So when Triss gets back to the dormitory, the other initiates are reading a report from the Erudite about the abnegation. And uh, before this, somebody from Erudite showed up and was, like, interviewing people uh, in Dauntless. And uh, in this report, that fucking cunt Molly... Uh, alleges that Triss was being abused by her father, which is why she transferred to Dauntless. Um, God. And so Triss is like, Oh my God. This is so fucked up. So she, so she's pissed off. So she goes and uh, hangs out with her friends, Will, Christina, and Al, in the pit where she runs into guess who? Four. And he's fucking drunk. And, oh. and he uh -huh. just like, flirts with her right in front of like all of her friends and like ah. i almost genuinely died from embarrassment reading this part like i honestly almost died it's one of the worst things i've ever had to read um horrible i've got to say that was a very bad call now onto her next simulation she's like in a tank that's like filling up with water and like she's she's somehow like aware that she's in this in a simulation and she like is able to break the glass and get out and so like she wakes up and then four is like you're diverging she's like w what's 
divergent. He's like, you're the what worst the liar word? I've ever seen. Say it. I can smell the divergent. You're divergent. You. Maybe she um. should have been an <laughs> That's Say actually it. what he says. So good job. Good job, Remy. Uh-huh. Anyways, he's like, he's like, you need to figure out how to hide that in the simulations or you're going to get killed. And she's like, thanks. Um, so then she goes and finds Tori again. And this time Tori's like, yeah, I'll talk to you. I don't know what changed for her to want to talk to her this time. But anyways, Tori tells her that like, uh, she doesn't know why they're after the Divergent, why they end up getting killed. But she does say that her brother was killed during the second stage of initiation because he was too good at the simulations. So Triss is like, I'm fucked. Um... And uh, a few days later, they get their stage two rankings, and Triss is in first place, which is not good. Um, because not only is she worried that they're going to find out she's divergent, but also she remembers what happened to Edward. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and she was right to be worried about that. So, uh... Oh, no. Anyway, um, also, I just want to add, Al is in literally last place because he sucks, and, like, Triss is, like, it's okay, but, like, she's, like, he's fucked, and he's, like, no, I'm fucked. So, um, anyways, (laughs) so after that, she goes and hangs out with some of her, like, Dauntless friends or whatever, then she goes back to her dorm room or whatever, and, uh, she goes to get some water later that night, and she hears Eric talking to someone, and she hears them talking about, like, finding the Divergent. And, uh, she doesn't get to hear any more than that, though, because three men grab her and blindfold her. And she realizes that they are taking her to the chasm. They are going to throw her into the chasm and kill her. Um, she realizes that this is Peter and Drew, uh, who's, like, Peter's friend doing this, but also it takes her a second to figure out that the third person is Al, our favorite incel. Um, God. So, uh... What? Yeah, he fucking sucks. So, uh, it's not... it, But, like, it's not good enough for Peter just to kill her. Um, he also decides, you know what, let's... Let's sexually assault her before we throw her <gasps> in the cat. What? And yeah, this is what I the, don't like, remember this at this is, all. This is the like only part I remember from this book because it stayed with I me. don't remember it whatsoever. Yeah, they start like groping I w- her and stuff. It's disgusting. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. And like no, luckily I, they when don't. When I tell you get I to... rushed through this book, I mean I rushed through it. I yeah. probably fucking missed that shit. God, I wish that oh was me. God. Yeah, luckily, oh God. luckily, the only time I'll say this, Four shows up and he beats the shit out of all of them, which is cool. I mean, Al just runs away because he's a coward, but like he beats the fuck out of Peter and Drew, which is good because they deserve it. Jesus. Anyways, so um, they deserve it, but like frig, man. Anyways, he takes her back to her Jesus. to his apartment. I don't know why, and that's where she like stays for the night. Um. Anyways, and then he's like, Take her home, dude. Yeah, well, she can't. Yeah. Well, she doesn't want to go back to the like dorm room because like she has to share that room with Peter and Drew, who just tried to oh, kill her. Yeah. So like, I get why, but like, there's nowhere else in the world. But anyways, 
Um, he tells Tris that she just needs to start, like, I don't agree with this, but whatever. He tells her she needs to, like, act, like, weaker so that her friends will protect her, like Will and Christina. Um, and she's like, I don't want to do that, but she's like, whatever. I guess I don't want to die, so, <laughs> um... But when they see, like, she she got fucking, like, beat up. They almost threw her in the chasm to kill her. They feel bad for her, and they decide they're going to, like, protect her. Um, anyways, moving on. They go back to the dorms the next morning after, like, breakfast or whatever. And Al is there, and he's like, please forgive me, Tris. And she's like, no. Then, uh... I, it could be, like, later that night or, like, the next day, I'm not sure, but uh, Christina wakes up Tris in the middle of the night, uh, and they head to the pit where they find out that Al killed himself. He jumped into the chasm. And, um, then Eric gives this really weird speech about, like, how brave he is for killing himself. And then, uh. like, the funeral is just everybody, like, celebrating. It's really fucked up. I honestly hate what? this place. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, bad, I've gotta say. Can you imagine, like, taking the fucking, the fucking sorting hat test, right, and you, like, (laughs) and they're like, yeah, you belong in asshole house, congrats, you're a dickwad. (laughs) Congrats, you suck. That's so funny. Yeah, um, let's see. So now, moving on, this scene Okay, so one night while Tris and her friends are hanging out in the pit, she sees four, like, walking around, and she decides, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna follow him. I don't know what possessed her to do this. Um, so he heads to this room where, like, he's about to enter what's called, like, their fear landscape, which shows you literally all of your fears, and you just gotta, like, live through them. Um... And then, like, he uh, lets I'm really scared her... of MILFs with really big boobs. Uh... <laughs> Shut up! We're so, I'm so, so scared. scared. I'm oh. so scared. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so then he's like, he's like, you can come in my fear landscape with me. And I'm like, that's weird, but whatever. Anyways, so, uh, so he brings her into his fear landscape so she gets to see his worst fears. Um, first she finds out he's, like, a bird of heights. They have, yeah, literally, they have to jump off of, like, a skyscraper because he's afraid of heights. Um, then, like, he's, like, claustrophobic, so, like, the walls start closing in on them past that. Uh, let's see. Then his third fear, he has to kill, like, some lady or whatever. And then his last fear, his dad shows up and beats the shit out of him with a belt. Because I guess that was what his childhood was. Um, And Triss realizes that he was from abnegation because she recognizes his father as the leader of abnegation. Um, His name is Marcus. So she figures out his real name, which is... I hate it. I'm sorry. I don't want to say it. But anyways, his real name is Tobias Eaton. It is the worst name imaginable. <laughs> it's worse than foreskin. It's worse than foreskin. It is. It's so bad. Sorry to anyone named Tobias, but I'm not sorry. It's bad. Um, you should change your name to foreskin. 
it would be better. Um, anyways, so, if you can't tell, they call him four because he only has four fears. That's it. Um, That's... he only has four fingers. <laughs> That's he so only funny. has four skins. <laughs> he only has... <laughs> He's the only member of Dauntless that is uncircumcised. (laughs) Anyway. One of his four fears is being circumcised. I like the idea of, like, you enter my fear landscape and it's literally just, like, just the real world. And they're like, what's up with this? And I'm like, I have crippling anxiety. (laughs) It's everything. No, literally, your fear landscape is, like, not having your like money counted out before you make it to the register (laughs) (laughs) you go fumbling for your wallet and fumbling for your wallet um anyways this is just a normal landscape there's just like a couple extra cockroaches around (laughs) so So anyway then he tells her that like he actually got abnegation on the aptitude test but obviously he left that fucking place to get away from his father. Who could blame him? Um, yeah. Uh, then... So... Yeah? He just freaking foregoed the, the aptitude Yeah, you don't have to like, listen to choose. it. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to listen to it. But why do they care so much about divergence, then? If they're gonna pick one... Wait. I was gonna just say, wait. I think you're gonna have to wait for that one, but... Just wait. Uh, just, just wait, baby. Anyway... Uh, then after this, you know, they go and make out, as you do, anyways. Next day. (laughs) (laughs) While your four fears are so hot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Tobias. So the next day, uh, they enter the, like, initiates as a group. They enter one of the, like, other, uh, instructors' fear landscapes for practice so each person like gets to face one of her fears uh before they have to like go through their own um let's see one of her fears was uh getting kidnapped by men without faces and of course that's the fear that tris has to face and while she's in the fear landscape uh it morphs and turns into peter and drew and al trying to kill her so she why the fuck would out. they do this scene again? Why would they do this? Because they hate us. Because Veronica Roth hates us. Anyways, so uh, so so four stops the simulation, and I'm sorry, I hate this. Um, because she's like she's having a fucking like panic attack, understandably. Um, you'd think he would understand trauma, but then he stops the simulation and is like, "You're pathetic in front of everyone." <laughs> Anyways, he literally tells her she's pathetic, and so uh, she slaps him, as she should, Yeah, and then she leaves. Good. As she should. Um, Understandable, have a nice day. Yeah, literally. Uh, So then she hops on the train and heads to Erudite headquarters to see her brother, like her mom asked her to, and this is against the rules, I should add. You're not allowed to leave the faction until you're like a full member and initiation is over. Uh, when she gets there, her brother tells her that there's something going on between Erudite and Abnegation. He says that their leader, Janine Matthews, gives, like, speeches every day about how terrible the Abnegation are. Um, 
And Tris tells him that their mom wants him to research the simulation serum. Uh, then some guards show up and take her to Janine's office. I feel like she has more important shit to deal with than this, but <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> She's the main character, though. So true. So true. Um, <laughs> Have you ever considered Honestly, that? their conversation isn't important, so I'm just going to skip over it. But when she gets back <laughs> to the Dauntless compound, uh, Eric is pissed. Which is, like, I get, like, I get that because, like, it's against the rules and it, it does make her look like a traitor to their faction, like, going to see her brother. Anyway, lucky for Triss, uh, Tobias walks in while she's being questioned and he questions methods, but it works. He tells Eric that Triss kissed him and he rejected her and that's why she ran away. And then Eric is like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. And he, like, laughs. And then he, like, leaves. <laughs> Eric is like, yeah, if I kissed you and you rejected me, I would also do that. So. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he would just go punch the wall. That's what he would do. Um, you know, I don't know how he survives in this place that's made out of, like, caves. <laughs> that shit's gotta hurt. Anyways, um... So anyways, that works, I guess, and then, like, he apologizes for being an asshole, but, like, whatever. Yeah, it's not gonna cut I it think, for this one, I think he should have done more penance, but whatever. Then, you know, yeah. literally, immediately, sh- they, they decide to become, like, officially boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm like, whatever. He sucks, <sighs> oh but whatever. Um, anyways... Then, you know, coincidence, Triss gets back to the dorms and Christina tells her that Will kissed her and they're dating now. So, like, good for them. Um, after this, she meets up with Four again later that night and he tells her, I don't know why he would tell her this, genuinely. Like, don't you know anyone else? But whatever. He, he tells her that he found some of the, like, erudite's war plans against abnegation and like i don't know if i mentioned it yet but he works in the like control room with the computers and stuff so i guess that's why he found them um anyways uh based on the plans it seems like the erudite plans to use the dauntless as soldiers but they're like hmm wonder how they'll do that anyways (laughs) don't worry about it so now (laughs) right so now we have reached the last day of initiation Some of the Dauntless leaders are there to watch the, like, initiates go through their simulations. I don't know why. Like, don't they have anything else to do? (laughs) Like, imagine if the, like, president showed up to watch you, like, take your final. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Anyways, but just keep in mind that important people are watching. So Triss enters her fear landscape, and this time, uh she's she's supposed to know she's in a simulation so like she doesn't really get a divergent advantage here let's talk about this one thing that i need to talk about so one point in the simulation guess who appears tobias and she realizes that he wants to have sex with her so and that's her fear recall the leaders of the faction are watching this happen Oh, no. ah! oh, it's literally God. the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my life. I would simply <laughs> jump into the cast. No, literally, I would yeah. kill myself. Uh, also, she doesn't. <laughs> she also doesn't know at this point if he's watching it. 
I would kill. Probably is. <laughs> anyway, her simulation yeah. ends. She makes it through. Uh, Eric shows up. He <laughs> congratulates her on finishing. Like, <laughs> like I like the idea of after that one. Like, this guy is just like, it's a big spider. <laughs> yeah it's just a anyway, really big spider uh, that wasn't her like last fear but yeah anyways uh i don't they're not important so anyways let's just move on uh anyways eric shows up and he's like congrats you're done and then he gives her an injection that's allegedly a tracking device in case she gets lost like they're animals or something <laughs> anyways <laughs> so uh so after this, uh-huh. she meets up with Tobias. She and, got the vaccine. Uh, luckily, <laughs> luckily, at least he wasn't watching this because, like, oh, my God. I would kill myself, actually. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I would kill myself. Um, It's bad enough, though. Like, all the f- fucking leaders of the faction saw you do that. I would end it all. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyways, they go back to Tobias's apartment where... So, like, they're just going to hang out until the, like... They have a, like, celebration for the end of initiation that night or whatever. And then she just, like, decides to, like, start a fight. And she's like, I think you're just after sex. And he's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, you were in my fear landscape. Like, she just drops that on him. And he's like, um. <laughs> and he's like, I'm literally from abnegation. Like, what do you think I've done? <laughs> and uh this is the one time that i'm like yeah she's kind of insane right now um (laughs) anyways and then she's like look i may be stupid um (laughs) and then they they make up they always do this Um, i feel like they should just implement like therapy into dauntless (laughs) and i think that there would be a lot of more bravery all these happening all these people need therapy to be sure Um, yeah of course let's see we have to talk about this i don't want to it's uncomfortable but anyways they decide to show each other their tattoos and like fucking tris got more tattoos she has like dauntless and abnegation symbols on each of her shoulders and then like four has the symbols of all of the factions on his back and he's like i don't want to just be brave i want to be brave and selfless and smart and honest and kind and boring (laughs) (laughs) anyways um but like dude that's diversion yeah um so yeah anyways the name of the book uh then later that night eric announces the final ranking and tris is in first place um which you know she's not supposed to get according to her mom but whatever um, it's also good to know that Drew and Molly are at the bottom, so they're gonna be fucking factionless. Oh! Uh, fuck those people. Good. Why are you yelling? They're bad. Oh, sorry, I was, again, I was thinking it was, uh... Um... Nah, Will and Christina are fine. They're gonna be fine. Okay. They made it. I was thinking they're the other Yeah, ones. don't okay. worry, they made it. The bastards are gone, though. I mean, Peter's good. still okay, there, good. we still have to deal with him, but... Ugh. Three out of four of the menaces to society are gone, so. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty pretty good odds. Dauntless initiation is unmatched. Um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, then Triss figures out that the little fucking injection they were given after the fear landscape is how the erudite will get them to fight, but uh, 
she decides not to tell for this that night. She's like, eh, deal with it tomorrow. This doesn't feel what that What could happen? Important. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so tomorrow comes. She's, uh, woken up by all of the Dauntless. It's tomorrow now. Uh, getting up and getting dressed to go somewhere. And she's, like, trying to talk to her friends, like Will and Christina. But they don't respond. And she realizes, uh-oh, the simulation has started. So she has to, like, oh, wow. blend in so she doesn't get caught, right? Wow, mm. it seems like the thing that she should have talked about yeah. happened. But also, like, if she did talk to him, like, what could they have done? <laughs> what could they have done? Um, but anyway. So, uh, so they all grab guns and then leave the compound to hop on the train uh, to abnegation. And uh, I just want to add here that this is what Republicans think the vaccine will do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is literally what they think uh, vaccines do. Um, and you know what? You know what? Maybe they're right because here's maybe I want it. Here's <laughs> what you want. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> to to be controlled. Uh, yeah anyways um i think they could be right uh i have some evidence here um janine rhymes with vaccine (laughs) that's my evidence (laughs) i was worried that one wouldn't land (laughs) Um, okay Okay, so uh, so Tris decides that she needs to find four because she's like, I think he's divergent too. Uh, she finds him and then she like grabs his hand and like squeezes it. And he does the same, which means that like he's awake also. So he's divergent. Um, anyways, who Tobias? Yes, uh, I knew it. I'm so glad you knew it. I was going to say it, but I was like, maybe not. Don't say it. Don't say it. Anyways, uh, they get off the train, and then Triss is like, we have to save my family. Uh, And they start hearing, like, gunshots. And she's like, damn, Uh, they're really killing everyone in abnegation. (laughs) No, they're just straight up genociding this faction. Holy shit. Yeah. Now I feel kind of bad for shit. I told you guys. I told you guys you would eat your words. Oh nah. no! I'm sorry, Adriana. They got genocided. Y'all didn't deserve that shit. Maybe don't be boring. No, they're getting That's genocided by the cops. <laughs> oh wait, That's a bad you're right. Joke. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's kind of funny. Look, this isn't real. This is yeah. Look, this isn't real. And I thought about this, what? and like, I don't think. <laughs> shut up. I genuinely don't think that like. I don't even think that this was written in a way that, like, I don't think she was trying to do any kind of social commentary. I think right. she's just fucking stupid. This isn't a Hunger Games. Because, she's, like, she's just putting some stuff out you there. can cut this because I decided not to talk about this. I have too much other shit to cover. But, like, while I was reading this, I was like, hmm, weird that the, like, religious group gets genocided. And I'm like, that's a weird social commentary to make because that's what, like, weird Uh, Republican Christians make. But at the same time, it's done by the, like, cops who they would also like. And the... Right. like, the... The abnegation also have some, like... Like, they're not just, like, 
Amish. They also have some, like, good, like, policies and stuff. Like, they specifically say, like, the factionless don't need to be policed. They just need help. Like, so it's, like, it's not a good, like, metaphor. I think she was just, like, doing shit. I think she has. She's just. I think she's just like she's, making shit up, and I don't think that she. She just has no concept maybe she's just of like. A story, you know. Yeah. No. Literally, yeah. I think that she doesn't want this to like apply to the real world, which is like good, but also like, whatever. What are you trying to say then? I think. I think question. if you're like expecting a Hunger Games, it's weird. But like, if yeah. You're just, but if you're like, just there to like vibe. That's true, but also like, who wasn't reading this expecting a Hunger Games? Right. And like she she knew that. Yeah. Anyways, so back to back to the genocide. Um let's see. So uh <clears throat> So Tris is like, we have to save my family. I don't know why I'm like mocking her, it's understandable. Um <laughs> anyways uh, Save my family from the genocide. <laughs> they don't they don't make it very far before they're stopped by Eric and he thinks they're both controlled by the simulation, so he's like, I'm gonna kill four right now. Because he hates him. Um, oh, my gosh. He, Jesus. Wait, he's, is Eric Divergent, too? No, he's he's working with the Erudite, so he's just not under the simulation. That's stupid. Yeah, because he's one of the Dauntless leaders. They were, like, in on this. Yeah. Um, his literally, literally, this guy's only motivation is that he's, like, super jealous of Tobias because he did better than him in initiation, and that's it. So he wants to kill him right I now. I think... I think it's that he wants to be his boyfriend. You know, read it how you would like Adriana, but he's trying to kill him right now. So, uh, anyways, then Triss shoots Eric in the foot. Uh, they <laughs> run away, but then Triss gets shot in the arm, and they get captured. Um, then after this, they're brought to Janine, who, again, even during the simulation she's running, has nothing better to do. She tells them that, like, most of the Divergent people are in abnegation, which, like, makes sense, because all you have to do is do some, like, fucking community service, and, like, how are you going to get found out, you know? Right. Like, the worst place to go is Dauntless, uh, if you're Divergent. So, good Someone job, Tris. told that to it. I mean, not yeah. No, genuinely, known, like... genuinely, why wouldn't Tori tell her, hey, I know you can go into Dauntless, but, like, that's the yeah. worst place for you. Yeah. She was just like, good luck and fuck off. So let's see. Uh, Janine tells them that most of the Divergent are in abnegation, and she says that she's developed a special little simulation for the Divergent that she's going to be testing on Tobias. Um, I guess it it works differently than the other one. It like manipulates what they see and hear in order to get them to do what they want. Whatever. So they inject him with that, send him to the control room to like monitor the fucking simulation um and Tris, since Triss is injured Janine is like killer <laughs> so oh um so they take her to a room where uh where it's just like a tank that's exactly like her simulation and she's like oh they're gonna drown me so uh so she's about to drown and then her mom shows up her mom is a badass and she shoots the tank and and gets Triss out um, I love her. her. And then uh, her mom confirms to Tris while they're running to go back to the rest of their family who's hiding that uh, that she was dauntless and that she's also divergent, um, which explains why she's skilled with weapons and also why she switched to abnegation, which is a safer faction to be in. 
I wish she would have given her daughter a heads up, though. But I mean, yeah. But I mean, how much safer could it be? They're getting genocided right now. So, uh, so then her mom is like, the Divergent are a threat to like people like Janine because they're apparently not confined to one way of thinking, and therefore they can't be controlled. Whatever. That's so. If you if you wanted to make sense, it won't. Uh, so then some Dauntless soldiers start following them, and, uh, Triss's mom sacrifices herself to fight them off so that Triss can make it back to the rest of the, uh, abnegation and the hiding place they're in. Um. Wait, wait, hold on. You know what this fucking reminds me of? The, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the episode of Futurama where Fry's the only one who can beat the brains. Yeah! so stupid. Literally! Yeah, yeah, it's that, but that the thing is, is that that is, like, funny and was a good time. Right. <laughs> and this was none of those things. No, yeah. But, yeah, no, I... Uh, what this reminds me of... so stupid. This reminds me of, like, this Veronica Roth. Yeah, the author. Mm-hmm. The author... Just reminds me of like a like a first grader that just learned that like the word oppression and That's like so funny. free thinking. Oh, and, you like, don't a- know anything about oppression yet, baby. Wait till book three. Um, oh my god! So uh, we're still in book, book one. Right? Book yes, but this is the worst one to explain because there's so much, but nothing happens. All of that. That's right. all of the books, but book one is especially bad. Writing this summary almost broke me. <laughs> I've got to tell you, it took me like yeah. five days. So, <laughs> anyways, all right. So, obviously, Triss's mom dies. She uh, sacrifices herself to save Triss. Um, but even after her mom dies, Triss still has to fight off a couple of soldiers, and one of them is Will. Now you can be shocked, Adriana, because this is one of the good ones. Um, and Triss no! doesn't feel like she has any other option, so she has to shoot and kill Will. Oh my god! So uh, then she makes it back to the basement where her family and the other abnegation are, including fucking Marcus, who's Tobias's father. Um... Tris, if anyone uh, should have gotten genocided. If anyone should have gotten genocided, you're so right. Uh, so Tris uh, figures out, based on something she heard Janine say, that the simulation is being run from Dauntless headquarters, so that's where they have to go to stop it. So now the abnegation people in that basement split up into two groups. One of them is going to go be cowards and seek safety in Amity, and the other group is going to go to shut down the simulation. So Tris, her father... Caleb and fucking Marcus all take the train to Dauntless. And when they make it into the compound, they find that bastard Peter. Uh, you're gonna like this, though. Frick Peter. Tris shoots him in the arm and forces him to yes. tell her where they're running the simulation, because he's working with the Erudite. He's not in the simulation. Yeah, of course. Um, because yeah. he's a bastard. We know this. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, fine, I'll only tell you if you, like, bring me with you and, like, keep me safe. And they're like, oh, f- fucking fine. So he tells them where to go. And Triss and her father go to stop the simulation. They leave Caleb and Marcus to watch Peter. Because they're like, we don't trust this bitch. Um, 
let's see, they, they take the elevator to the floor they need to go to, and when it opens, uh, her dad runs out to distract the rest of the guards, and he gets killed, too. Aww. So Triss has to watch both of her parents die. It's fucked up. So, uh, That's she finally awful. makes it to the control room where she finds Tobias running the simulation. What? And so... What? Yes. What? So, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, mind you, he's under the simulation that Janine gave oh. him. She tries to snap him oh out, but it doesn't work. Okay. Yeah, so she... <laughs> no, he's not, he's not like a... He's not working with Janine. I would have been no, I was, flabbergasted. I was, like, I was like, Adriana said what too many times. She misunderstood me. Um, <laughs> you know me so well. Yeah, okay. So, but, like, he's under the simulation still, and she can't snap him out of it, so she's like, God, I have to fight him, and she's like, I can't beat this guy in a fight. Like, I mean, recall, he beat the shit out of Peter and Drew at the same time. Yeah. He's pretty good. I have to hand it to him. I could take it. I think you could. (laughs) I think you could. Thank you. Triss is no Adriana. (laughs) You're right. So, uh, anyways. So, Triss thinks back to a part in her, like, uh, fear landscape or one of her simulations or something where she was forced to kill her family or she would die. And in her simulation, she chose to die instead and she decides to do the same thing here. He holds up a gun to shoot her, and then he ends up not doing it, because guess what? He's out of the simulation now. Um, perfect timing. Perfect timing. Anyway, they have a short little reconciliation before they shut down the simulation. They grab the hard drive that has all the data on it, and then they get the fuck out of there. And I don't know why, but Trist does not warn Tobias that Marcus is downstairs waiting for them she doesn't tell him that that's so in his fear zone yeah so like i'm like cool (laughs) uh anyways um so anyways after that that's a mess but we'll skip over that so now they have what they need they get back on the train and they head to amity headquarters and that is where the first book ends it's over oh my god crazy crazy right all right are we ready to move on to the second book oh yeah it's party house time right it's fun house time we're gonna have fun in this book (laughs) sure (laughs) there will absolutely be no shenanigans (laughs) anyways um (laughs) sorry so uh so the second book called insurgent Picks up right where Divergent ended. So they're all Again, on the train. Thesaurus.com is yes. just her best. Yes. She's like, I need words that end with gent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thesaurus.com was like our number one customer. Veronica Roth is back. <laughs> um.